The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. You concocted those mendacities in order to take advantage of me. All you had to say is I don't love you and I don't want to see you anymore. That at least would have been respectful. And that, believe it or not, shocks me, is from Back to the Future, Part 3. And in a relationship, when you feel like the trust is broken, it is so painful. You can feel her emotion. You can feel her anger. You can feel her pain. And she is just so, so, so hurt. And think of your, the times in your life when somebody that you trusted, maybe it was your hubby or your wife, or maybe it was your kids, maybe it was a parent, lied to you or a good friend. And you just feel like they broke the trust and it was a big lie and it hurt deeply. How do you recover quickly after that? And what is it that needs fundamentally to be recovered? It's basically your view of people. It's when when someone breaks your trust, you think, can I trust anyone? I thought I could trust this person. Um, or you sometimes people, very often people doubt their own mind. Maybe it was me. Maybe I should have seen the signs and I didn't. Maybe my mind isn't working well. And you're, maybe you feel like the whole world is populated with people like that. Those ideas, the ideas of the, your view of the world, your view of other people, your view of yourself fundamentally are called core premises. And you want good core premises. You want a self-esteem premise of good, and you can't just fake it. You need to earn your own self-esteem. You want to know that there are good people out there. And to be able to evaluate people and choose your friends well, Stay away from family members who are harmful, who have hurt you in the past, broken your trust, and welcome those family members in who are friends, who are good to you. You want to have a view of the world that even though there are very bad things that can happen, we all know the situation we're in now, there are wonderful things that are happening. You can look at the news and scan it not for the bad things, but for the good things, for spacewalks or something else that's going on in the news that's exciting. So I'm a clinical psychologist, and my goal is to help people understand core premises, their, their, um, what dri- their motor that drives them, meaning a good philosophy. Uh, if I had to give you one piece of advice, I would say read anything by Ayn Rand, A-Y-N-R-A-N-D, because she is the philosopher who has a rational philosophy through and through. And it, she totally changed, or I changed my life after I read The Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged, her novels, and then her, I went on to read her fiction. Fabulous, fabulous information, a gift, a lifetime gift to yourself. Um, And so you can ask me any question. I am a clinical psychologist. You can ask me any question you'd ask a counselor or therapist. And you can also visit my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. I've got podcasts on it. I've got books I recommend and articles to read. And here is a question about a woman who, um, let me see which one, this one. I have multiple questions here. Um, I am 29 years old. Uh, Dear Dr. Kenner, I am 29 years old, and I have a wonderful husband and children. I don't have to work outside the home, and this is what I have always wanted. Okay, stay tuned now. However, I feel so irritated and mad all the time. I have felt this for years. I feel like I'm running out of time 
and I can't get anything accomplished. I just want to be happy again. I don't want my kids to grow up and remember me as the bitchy mom. What are the possible reasons for me feeling this way? Sarah. Sarah, I think that you nailed your problem right at the outset. You sound like you thought you were going into the Garden of Eden and found out that the Garden of Eden was hell, meaning when you sit and do nothing with your life, when you don't have a chosen, personal, focused purpose in your life, a career or a longer range hobby that you love, then your life does feel like it adds up to zeros. I just mentioned my favorite author, uh, Ayn Rand, and she has a lot to say on having a focused purpose in your life. So notice, my guess is your life has a rhythm to it that you're not liking. It may be boring or routine or same old or there's no excitement, there's no adventure. The days just seem like oh, just a carbon copy of the day before and there's nothing to look forward to when you get out of bed except for being the taking care of wife who cares for the kids and you don't even enjoy this. There's no satisfaction in it. So notice financially you do not have to work, Sarah, and that word have to. Um, but it's not serving you well psychologically. Psychologically, you do want uh, an interest outside the home. You want a career interest or some hobby interest. Some people might become master gardeners on the side and maybe it can turn into a career once the kids leave the home. It's always good to be prepared that way. But what a career does for you is that it organizes your life. You can take, and I did for a time, parenting as a career, but I really made parenting a career. I didn't just mother my kids. I tried to figure out when I was the bitchy mom what I was doing wrong and what were the methods that would help me out. And there are wonderful books on my website. Any books by um, Adele Faber and Elaine Maslisch are fabulous. It's How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. That's their main book, but they have many other books. Um, my website is drkenner.com. So you definitely want the dignity of feeling like you're not a kept woman and you're not living in the shadows of your husband and your kids. So here is what Ayn Rand says about purpose, A-Y-N-R-A-N-D. She's the author that I adore. I, I got my life back because of her. Uh, she says, a man without a purpose is lost in chaos. He does not know what value, what his values are. He doesn't know how to judge. He cannot tell what is or what is not important to him. And therefore, he drifts at the mercy of any chance stimulus or any whim of the moment. He can enjoy nothing. He spends his life searching for some value he will never find. So again, that's that idea of you just feel like you're drifting through life. And that's why you feel like time's running out. You're 29 years old and you can't get anything accomplished. It's because you haven't focused on accomplishing, not just doing the laundry, not just doing the dishes every day. My gosh, when I tried to be just a housewife, I felt that was my period. If I could cut out a period of my life that said, what was the closest that you ever came, Ellen, to feeling depressed? It was that period. But when I made parenting, an endeavor 
of, let me figure out these problems. How, how do you parent well? And I read book after book, and I tried things out with my kids, and I talked about it with my hubby. That helped me tremendously. So I would give yourself, you're 29 years old, I would give yourself a 30th birthday gift. Go out and read The Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged. Um, again, you can go to my website, drkenner.com. They're novels, but they are life-changing about, novels. How go about ahead. virtue of selfishness? And the virtue of valuing yourself, the virtue of selfishness. It doesn't mean that you don't value other people. In fact, you end up being a more benevolent person when you know what true self-valuing self-esteem is. Um, that also is at my website, and that's by Ayn Rand. And there's a book, I Could Do Anything If Only I Knew What It Was, by Barbara Sher, another book that can help orient you. You definitely want to find something that grabs you. My interests in my life, well, my gosh, I love psychology. I love the detective work of knowing that your psychology or my psychology is causal. If I feel anxious, I need know that anxiety means uncertainty or self-doubt. If I feel sad, I know it means I'm dealing with a loss. If I feel angry, it means I know I'm dealing with things that are not fair. You can read up on cognitive therapy too or go to a cognitive therapist and you will learn lots of wonderful thinking skills for yourself so I I would love to hear from you again and to hear you say hey guess what you were right I really wanted to I really I got a career for myself or an interest for myself I also love dance and it's oriented my life I wake up in the morning I can't wait to be involved in gardening or dance or whatever the career is that you chose so I hope that that um I hope that you find it something that bring, breathes life back into your life, Sarah. And what do you do if you wake up every morning as you were, Sarah, and you feel anxious or you feel depressed and you can't shake out of it? It just is that that gloomy gloom and doom mood, that black cloud following you around all day, and you decide you want to go to what we were just talking about, a cognitive therapist. Cognitive means a therapist that deals with your thinking underlying your emotions. The fundamental is going to be the thoughts that you're having. What question might you ask a therapist that would help you Learn to like yourself better. Learn to understand yourself better. Learn to learn how to think better. I will be talking with Dr. Jeff Rickenbach coming back, a cognitive therapist trained at the Beck Institute, who will give you some interesting ideas on how to understand yourself better. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Ellen Kenner and co-authored Edwin Locke. Since you and your partner, despite differences, have values and ideas in common, there is often a natural assumption that your partner should be able to read your mind and thus always know what you are feeling, thinking, or wanting. Rather than expecting your partner to be a mind reader, communicate what is on your mind directly and assertively while avoiding an attack on your partner's character. Actively seek more information to better understand each other. Anytime you feel frustration or resentment, toward your partner over an issue, don't let the feeling fester. Bring the issue up tactfully and discuss it. If you've had a lifetime fear of openly expressing your feelings, wants, and desires, consider professional help. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and buy it at amazon.com.